Welcome to Table for Two, a podcast series by TableSafe, where we discuss trends and key insights dedicated to the hospitality industry with thought leaders, movers, and shakers. Welcome to Table for Two. I'm your host, Sean Heath. This is part one in a three-part series of podcasts, and today I have the pleasure of having a conversation with the Director of Product Management for TableSafe, Ryerson Schlitt. Ryerson, how are you today? I'm doing well. How about yourself, Sean? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. I would like to get right into it. Even though this is a series of three podcasts, there is so much to cover. So let's just start off with the simplest question. Restaurants upgrading their technology. Why now? Sure. I think that's a great question to start with. Um, And really what we look at here uh, is... Technology within restaurants isn't something that's new. Uh, you know, you look back to the original cash registers getting introduced into restaurants and those, you know, uh, morphing and evolving over time into full-fledged point-of-sale systems uh, that are, you know, still running the restaurants uh, from a technological perspective today. Um, you know, but even going back a number of years into you know, reservation systems being digitized uh, into, you know, functions like uh, Yelp and, uh, you know, other review platforms uh, such as, you know, Urban Spoon or or all sorts of other uh, ways by which customers can, you know, uh, digitally give feedback. So, you know, restaurants have been working with technology for a number of years, uh, but I think what we're looking at today is, a lot of those core systems that they've been running with uh, are starting to, you know, uh, take some major steps uh, in a different direction of uh, the traditional restaurant experience, um, and even into, you know, quick serve restaurants uh, that we're used to receiving. The National Restaurant Association's State of the Industry report indicated that eight out of ten restaurants were planning on increasing their technology in 2019. It's June. It seems like a bit of a snap decision. Isn't this uh, a move or a strategy that perhaps these restaurants should have started engaging in two or three years ago? Well, I think from a lot of perspectives, uh, there have been decisions that have been happening and being made. Um, You have folks uh, that are used to uh, an eight-year life cycle uh, related to point-of-sale systems, uh, and that's rapidly changing, uh, where people are are switching out their point-of-sale systems, you know, a year into certain contracts or or very quickly within that. Um, And then you've got payments. So, you know, if we look back to uh, the chip cards that we've all got in our pockets and have all received in the mail, um, those are driving a lot of difference uh, within the industry as well. Uh, so making sure that you have acceptance methods within your restaurant, uh, making sure it's not impacting your service. Uh, and you know what what comes to mind when I think about it being June is that there's a lot of things to take into consideration. Um, you know, for example, if it takes longer for somebody to use their chip card at the terminal and I'm a, you know, a Chipotle or Qdoba, I've got to line out the door all day, the more 
steps of service to pay that I have, uh, the less customers I can get through my restaurant and serve, uh, thus impacting you know my core revenue. So um, a lot of what uh, has been going on in the industry isn't just, hey, it's a technology I've got to have, so I'm going to go ahead and replace it because my competitors are doing it. It's much more around how is this technology going to impact my service and how does it tie between uh, our back-end systems and the operational aspects of the restaurant, uh, the you know the finance teams, the marketing teams, uh, and it's really grown beyond just an IT function and much more to a you know corporate function uh, that bridges a lot of gaps uh, due to you know what we've been able to uh, uh, bring in from a technology perspective as um, you know kind of vendors across the industry. Now, you mentioned a line out the door at, a, at some of the more quick-serve style restaurants. I can remember not that long ago where a line out the door for a customer either meant you're going to wait in line for a while or you just go eat someplace else. That's how restaurants used to handle consumer expectations. There's a, a little bit of a shift both in the expectations from the consumer side and there's a real shift in the way that restaurants approach and deal with those expectations, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think uh, one of the things that we look at from that perspective, um, you know, as, as industry onlookers uh, as well as being directly involved in it is you've got a shift uh, occurring where a lot of the family casual uh, restaurants that you you know go and you'd have you know more of a, a quick meal but something that you just definitely sit down and you're served uh, is having a lot of um, butting heads I'll say with the fast casual the like I mentioned the Qdobas the Chipotle's of the world the Panera's where um, our consumer expectations have shifted um, to simplicity and convenience uh, and how I can best get, um, you know, consistent quality um, in a timely manner. And so, you know, I think that's one of the big focuses even outside of uh, fast casual and into full service restaurants to, you know, not shortcut the experience uh, that, you know, we're all used to receiving when we come into a, a restaurant sit down and and look to enjoy a meal together. Well, you do have experience in the deep dive that comes with designing an EMV certified payment device. And I'm curious, how, how big of a factor is the, the generation that is using the technology when you are designing a new piece of technology? I think it's a really interesting question, um, and, and I think it's interesting because uh, a payment solution can't be designed for one particular uh, set of consumers. Uh, and I say that because in restaurants especially, you deal with such a vast uh, group of guests and consumers that whatever you're building has to, you know, stand the test of uh, ease of use, simplicity, um, clarity, 
uh, across every demographic that there is. Um, you know, even if it's uh, folks that don't speak whatever the native language of where you're working is, uh, so long as you build something that has, you know, colors, uh, leading prompts, and, and different uh, functions that get you through with ease. Uh, that's the biggest uh, challenge I see from a payment experience is that it has to be ubiquitous. I know the word millennial gets thrown around way too much, but let's say for most customers of any age group, they really want ordering and payment to be easier and more convenient as far as takeout or delivery. They're demanding as consumers more control over the entire transactional side of the dining experience. Is that a good thing? Does that take some of the weight off of the restaurants? Or is it something that could possibly present a few more delicate challenges? Well, uh, I guess uh, being a millennial, uh, if you will, uh, there are some thoughts I have there from both sides of the fence, uh, you know, but looking at it from the, you know, solution builder side of things, um, there's always going to be delicate challenges. Um, you know, if you don't have delicate challenges, are you really working to solve uh, a problem that there is? Um, so uh, what we look at here uh, is uh, when you've got something that you're trying to solve, um, you know, whether that be a, a payment challenge that there's new acceptance methods, it always comes with the question of what else? Um, you know, the, the, the biggest piece is finding that balance of what is too much for a consumer um, and what's uh, not enough for the operator. So I think when we look at convenience and control uh, from an ordering and payment perspective, uh, I think it's more to, you know, take a look at what's happened in, in grocery stores uh, where no matter what, it used to always be you'd go to the checker, they'd check out your groceries. Well, you know, in the last probably 15 years, that's kind of turned on its head where, you know, there's lines for the self-checkout more than there are lines for the uh, checkered or attended checkout. Uh, so, you know, really what we look at is uh, a frictionless experience from the consumer's perspective uh, that allows them to, you know, control payment. Uh, I think the ordering uh, aspects that you mentioned uh, take on a, a little bit of a different tune, um, especially when you're talking about a full-service restaurant. Um, but the online ordering aspects are, are also you know, very interesting as to the shift in, in consumer nature. Um, you know, that said, within a restaurant, uh, ordering's a, a social experience. Um, so, you know, it's, it, you may see tablets on the table that allow you to, you know, play games and, and order drinks and things like that. And it's really a different experience when it comes down to a full-service restaurant uh, versus, you know, what you might be um, seeing nowadays in some of the McDonald's or fast food spots where there is a, you know, a kiosk that you can punch in your whole order, pay, and then stand around and wait for your food to 
get shot out at you. So, you know, it's certainly a, a big differentiation, um, one, between payments and ordering, but two, from an ordering aspect of where does that fit necessarily uh, and, and what are the trends that are occurring there. What are a couple of points that maybe the just random observer wouldn't realize that merchants are really making sort of the tentpole of their technological upgrades? Well, I guess when you say merchants, uh, maybe asking for a little further clarity, are you talking just generally merchants as a whole or, or within the restaurant specifically? Specifically within the restaurant, because they are, they are different animals. Technically, I've always believed that a restaurant is retail. It's a grocery store that cooks your food for you. That's I know that's a very moronic way to put it, but I've always looked at it that way. And they're selling me something that I want, and I give them money for that. For me, that's my simple you know, caveman definition of retail. Um, and a merchant, I've always felt, was someone who sells something that somebody else wants or needs. So let's let me let me shift the the question a little bit. Um, with ease and convenience, there are some other concerns that come along on the back side of that. Yes, you want this process to be easy. You want there to be convenience for your customers to help them have a pleasant experience. But at the same time, there's a pretty big responsibility just with something as simple as taking someone's credit card information or debit card information. How do restaurants specifically approach that security need not in I don't want to pull back too much of the curtain for part two of this series but what are a couple of the things I'm assuming security is one of the first things that the merchants focus on even before utility of an app for example so I'll go back to something that you you said uh, a few moments ago uh, related to restaurants being a grocery store that cook your food for you. Now, I won't share that with a, a number of, you know, chefs and operators that I know because they might get a little disgruntled with you, but I think that's really telling to what the restaurants are focused on, which is it's not just making a food and you, you eat the food and you enjoy it. It's about the ambiance, the restaurant, the experience of you know, how they want the cadence of the meal to come out, how they want you to perceive, you know, the environment that you're dining in. And that is exactly what um, I believe the, the restaurants are focused on is the guest experience. So, yes, they may be in the market for a payment solution or, you know, yeah, they might be looking around at, uh, at new POS systems, um, but especially when it relates to consumer-facing technology, it's all about the guest experience. And that customer-facing technology needs to be part of that ambiance. Let me clarify my statement. Um, I am not capable of preparing a meal at my house of any type that could even be considered the same classification of food as what I could get at a restaurant. Let me, uh, you know, waffles in the toaster. I would never. And so I, when I say that about a restaurant, if I could have a someone, a professional chef, cook the food that I pick for myself at the grocery, life would be great because they have a skill and an artistry I could only hope 
to aspire to someday. Um, I do like the the point that you mentioned, and I always forget this because sometimes you go into a restaurant and you're so focused on the food that you don't realize how relaxed you are because the lighting is just right or the chairs they picked a model of chair that's just comfortable or for example i don't know double tree hotels it it smells like fresh baked cookies there are a lot of components psychological and emotional that go into a good dining experience i believe that the integration of technology on the customer side of this transaction could really Man, you could really mess up a beautiful environment if that particular part of the evening is kludgy. Well, it's it's kind of the catch-22, which is, you know, look at what we've been doing here since payment has um, been accepted within restaurants via, uh, you know, credit, debit, um, and, you know, cards, is that you could have the best time uh, that you've ever had at a restaurant. The meal was awesome. They seated you promptly. They were, you know, super friendly when you came in. Uh, the desserts were phenomenal. You had great conversation, great interaction with your friends that you were dining with. And it comes time for you to pay uh, and everybody's ready to leave. Uh, and you end up sitting and waiting for 10, 20, 30 minutes and it puts a sour note to the completion of the experience that the restaurant has worked so hard to cultivate and put in front of you that you know you're not focused on everything that was phenomenal anymore you're focused on the one necessary evil uh, that it is uh, for them to take your payment method and so uh, there's a huge opportunity related to what can be improved upon that. Um, but um, going back to you know what we talked about is it's got to be completely driven uh, from you know how that touches that guest experience and how it fits seamlessly within, so as not to disturb what was that phenomenal experience. Speaking of a phenomenal experience. This was really cool, and I am very excited that I get to have at least two more opportunities to have conversations with you. Today, I have had the privilege of speaking with Ryerson Schlitt, the Director of Product Management for TableSafe. Ryerson, thank you so much for taking the time today. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I can't wait to talk to you again. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it.